Welcome to the Sacramentalist, podcast where the ancient Christian faith is brought to bear on issues prevalent in modern culture. We're your hosts. I'm Father Wesley Walker. And I'm Father Creighton Mappleby. And today we're starting something kind of new called uh, Sacramentalist Shorts. These are going to be really short, like five to ten minute videos and episodes where we discuss some basic theology and sort of bite-sized pieces to help people better understand the Catholic faith. And so today we're going to start with a phenomenon that all of us have probably experienced, most of us have experienced at least, uh, which is sin. Most of us intuitively understand the concept of sin. You know, it's when we miss the mark by doing things we shouldn't do or doing things we shouldn't do. But one question I've often been asked by parishioners and new Christians and even just people kind of interested in the faith is whether all sin is equally bad. Yeah, and you know, Fortunately for us, the scriptures help us to answer that question. Um, so we'll take a take a look at some of those examples. Um, so we have all, uh, the parable of the sheep and the goats in Matthew 25, which anticipates that there will be a judgment where some are considered sheep and some are considered goats. So we kind of have this split happening. Other biblical pat- passages indicate um, that there are a sort of gradation of judgment. There's a spectrum here. So 1 Corinthians uh, 3, 11 through 15, for example, tells us that our works will be tested by God on the day of judgment. Some will be considered gold, some will be silver or precious stones, while others would be considered wood, hay, or stubble. Uh, further, in 2 Corinthians 5, 10, St. Paul tells us, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive good or evil according to what he has done in the body. Perhaps the most important biblical passage on this topic can be found in 1 St. John 5, 16 to 17, where he says, If anyone sees his brother committing what what is not a mortal sin, he will ask and God will give him life for those whose sin is not mortal. There is sin which is mortal. I do not say that one is to pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin which is not mortal. Yeah, so what we see here is that there's a clear distinction between two kinds of sin. There's mortal sin, and then there's sin that is not mortal, as St. Paul says. And in Catholic theology, we break that down into two types. There's mortal sin and venial sin, venial sin being the not mortal sin. And that term venial comes from a Latin word, which means forgivable. So in other words, venial sins are lesser sins that that don't bring death or separation from God. All sin is a sickness of the soul, uh, whether it's mortal or venial, um, but some of those sicknesses are more serious than others, as St. Thomas Aquinas reminds us. Some sicknesses can be healed by our body's own power, you know, if you have a little cold or something, but others require you to have serious medical treatment. You know, if you have strep throat, you have to go to the doctor and you have to get certain medicines. Venial sins are those sins which can be healed through contrition and or reception of the Holy Eucharist. We should say, however, that venial sins should still not be taken lightly because Aquinas warns us that they can dispose us to mortal sins. So once you start sinning, it becomes easier to sin. Um, So when we commit small sins, Uh, originally we might take license and presumption and end up opening the door for mortal sin. Mortal sin 
as opposed to venial sin, though, is sin that leads to death, hence its name. Uh, for a sin to reach this level of gravity, it has to be a serious matter. And there are kind of two things required for something to be mortal sin. We have to have full knowledge of the act. So we have to know that it is a mortal sin. And then we have to have complete consent of the will without outward coercion. So we have to will to do this thing that we know is a mortal sin. This is like a serious sickness that can't be healed without outside help, right? This is the strep throat where you need uh, antibiotics or something to help. And in the church, the grace that is given to us to heal this comes through the sacrament of penance. And we should say, before we talk about the sacrament of penance, that um, that often the distinction between mortal and venial sin has been taken, especially by, by people who maybe weren't raised Catholic, as being extremely judgmental or a way of conjuring up sort of Catholic guilt. But I don't really think that, that it should be taken this way at all. Um, first of all, I think by accurately understanding the impact of our sins, being able to honestly assess and evaluate uh, what they are and see them for for the seriousness that they that they contain, um, we can pursue our full calling to be human while opening ourselves up to the de to dependence on God's grace. I think better when we when we have these categories to work with. Yeah, well, and, and one of the the beautiful things about God's sort of plan for salvation is that he understands our nature, right? He understands that it's frail. He knows that what sin can do to us. And so he's given us the means of grace to deal with uh, that predicament, specifically uh, the sacrament of uh, penance or confession, reconciliation, whatever you want to call it. That's a place where we can go to be honest with God and ourselves and to receive absolution uh, from God through the ministry of his priest. One way to maximize the benefits of confession, and I think to guard ourselves against sin in general, is to engage in really regular and serious self-examination. Um, you can find some helpful guides out there through this process. Uh, some people like to use the Ten Commandments. Uh, for this, though, I think it's really important that we that we take into account Jesus' spiritualization of the law when we do this. In other words, it's not enough to ask ourselves if we committed adultery or murder. We have to ask ourselves whether we were lusting or got angry um, as well. Um, but the St. Augustine's prayer book, both the, both the newer version and the older version, both have great uh, guidelines for self-examination based on the seven deadly sins. And so when people ask me, how should I prepare for confession? I always give them this uh, the examination based on on the seven deadly sins from St. Augustine's prayer book. Yeah, and I think that's super helpful. That's one of my favorite places to send people to. Uh, another great source, um, especially if you're interested in this sort of thing, is the Ignatian Exercise of Examine, uh, which is done on a regular basis. And just to explain that a little bit, to do the examine, you begin by thanking God for all the good things that you've received throughout the day. Then you ask God to provide you with the grace to recognize and rectify the wrongs that you've done. So you're asking God to come in and help you identify uh, those things where you've missed the mark. Uh, so with that prayer in mind, you then review the day, 
each interaction that you had with other people, how you spent your time, what you looked at, etc. And then you look for both sins of omission and sins of commission. Um, so sins where you haven't done the right thing or, or sins uh, where you've explicitly done the wrong thing. Um, and then once that review is complete, you then ask God's forgiveness and consider what sort of amendment of life might entail for each wrong that we've committed. So it's a, it's a really good way to take stock of your day um, sort of at the end of the day um, and be mindful of those small things that we do or don't do so it doesn't just pile up over time. Right, right. It's also helpful to, well, if you feel comfortable uh, doing this, um, to maybe get a journal um, mm. to use with with examen, which is, yeah, it's a great exercise. Uh, definitely one that we we commend to everyone. But I think sin, the, the point here is that sin is serious, especially mortal sin, but all sin is serious. But um, but we have to be on especially aware of the effects mortal sin can have on us because it can be really deadening to our soul. But God's given us the tools to fight the good fight, to run the race that's set before us. And so uh, we hope that that this is helpful, these kind of short episodes where we're able to talk about these things very directly and, and very quickly. Um, so if you have any questions about this topic, about mortal and venial sins, uh, feel free to comment, drop them in the comments below on our YouTube video, or you can shoot us an email at thesacramentalist at gmail.com. Uh, Father Creighton, will you close us uh, with a prayer from the Litany of Penance uh, from St. Augustine's prayer book? Absolutely. Let us pray. O God, who desires not the death of a sinner, mercifully look upon the weakness of our mortal nature, and of thy great mercy accept our repentance, that through thy pity we may obtain remission of our sins, steadfastness in thy service, and finally the reward which thou hast promised to those who persevere. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.